I'm Nicola Dean and this is Safeguarding Matters with the Ancraft Trust. Hi, I'm Laura Thorpe. I'm a Safeguarding in Sports and Activity Manager at the Ancraft Trust and today we are going to be talking about dolls with Lisa Curtis, Safeguarding Adults at Risk Manager. Uh, so we're going to be talking about dolls which would go in hand in hand with the MCA podcast that we have also recorded if you would like to listen to that for your information. Um, so the first thing that I'll ask you Lisa is really what do you think dolls is and how can we describe it? Okay this is quite a big question Laura. <laughs> <laughs> so dolls was an amendment to the Mental Capacity Act, so MCA is a Mental Capacity Act. DOLS was an amendment, so DOLS stands for a Deprivation of Liberty Safeguards, and they were added in 2009. And they were added um, because there was still a group of people, really, in our community who were quite vulnerable, and things were happening to people because um, they could. Mm -hmm. As an example, somebody could go into hospital with a learning disability and, and not be able to sort of um, leave or say, no, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and there wasn't really anything in place to offer that level of protection, really. Um, so, yeah, so they, they, they came about as a recognition that there was still um, an area of, of, of people who were um, vulnerable mm -hmm. and not protected. Um, this is really because there is a fine line which takes us from a restriction to a deprivation yeah. and those are two really key mm -hmm. words in this in this um, process really. So the Mental Capacity Act does define what restrictions are doesn't it? It does yeah well when we're talking about the Mental Capacity Act and we're talking about the five key principles, when we're looking at principle five, which is when we are making a decision on behalf of a person because they lack capacity, at that stage we're talking about a decision being the least restrictive of their human rights. So at that point, the mental capacity is allowing us to apply some restrictions and they are allowable as long as it is in the best interests mm -hmm. and, and that's clearly documented, mm -hmm. etc. However, if to keep that person safe, um, as an example, we we're going to have to lock a door, that would automatically become um, a deprivation of their liberty. Mm -hmm. So they would lose their right to freedom, really. So this is where the dolls comes in because it's another layer of, of, a, of checking, really. It's another layer of assessment. So if we felt that we needed to deprive somebody of their liberty, um, and if I'm honest, this primarily would happen in, in a care home or, or, mm -hmm. or a hospital, but it's important that we know our rights because we actually could have um, um, a, a relative in hospital who mm -hmm. lacks capacity and is, is basically being kept there without the correct legal framework so um, the deprivation, um, if we feel that it, it is a deprivation, then we need to make sure that that is, is, is logged and that is assessed. Mm -hmm. um, because the important question here is, is there a least restrictive approach? Mm -hmm. Do we have to lock the door or, could, or, or are there interventions before that where, where we could minimise the risk but the person would still be safe? but not deprived yes. of their liberty. Yeah. 
So it, it, it is complex and each situation needs to be looked at individually. And the current situation is that um, deprivation of liberty safeguards, um, they apply in hospital settings and, and uh, care homes. But following um, a High Court judgment in 2014, um, the ruling was that it applies in many other settings as well. Mm -hmm. So kind of like supported living environments, um, foster placements. So in, in the community, really, mm. um, where decisions are made, where a person needs to be sort of kept safe and it goes beyond what is allowable as a restriction. And the whole process basically become became quite unworkable mm -hmm. because it meant that many more people needed to be assessed to see whether they could legally be deprived of the human right. Um, and as, as a result of that, basically, the, the deprivation of liberty safeguards in the near future will be changing and it's going to be changing to something called the liberty protection safeguards because it needs to be something that applies to a much broader spectrum um, where you think about all the different places that people can live um, and it's not just about people who are, who are potentially being deprived in a hospital or, or a care home, it's about other places and ensuring that it's workable, that we are still looking at the least restrictive practice mm -hmm. and if we do need to deprive somebody of a liberty that there is still um, a safe way to do that. Mm -hmm. So we're expecting the liberty protection safeguards to come into force next year, somewhere between um, April and November mm -hmm. currently and there will be a code of practice um, mm -hmm. that will accompany that but in terms of the actual rollout of that, I'm not sure at the mm -hmm. moment, we're not sure at the moment. But what I would say is, as a key message, is for us to understand um, in the whole business of making decisions on behalf of another person, that very, very fine line when we can easily go from a restriction to a deprivation and mm -hmm. that we are aware of that and that if we do need to deprive somebody of, of their human right mm -hmm. and freedom, that we make sure that it, it's still the least restrictive and that we, we do that legally and that we contact the local authority and ask advice um, about that. Brilliant. I agree. I think advice is the key, really, isn't it? If you're concerned about something, just ask for advice from your local authority. In terms of the LPS, we will be updating the Ancraft Trust podcast as soon as we know any more information. Mm. Yeah, okay. yeah. I've just thought of something else to add actually which is um, a link between um, the Mental Capacity Act and um, DOLS as it stands at the moment so we, we mentioned the, the uh, principle five as mm -hmm. being um, least restrictive to the person's human rights um, but also um, the Mental Capacity Act does, has a sec does have a section on restraint mm -hmm. and I think it's important for us to understand and realise what restraint is because we can our first initial thoughts are what would be about physical hand-on restraints mm -hmm. but we need to also think that we could be um, quite um, we could be using medication as a form mm -hmm. of restraint but actually if somebody was to stand in a doorway so a person couldn't get by that would still be seen yeah. as, as, as a restraint and, and could potentially be a deprivation because you 
stopping that person from leaving when they mm. want to. And there are many reasons why we might do that, because you wouldn't want somebody to get hurt and you wouldn't want somebody to, to sort of run out in, into the, the road. Uh, and under those circumstances, of course, you would stop them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can do that because the Mental Capacity Act allows you to, to do that. Um, but that couldn't be your only strategy. So in that situation, you would quickly realise that this person is, is distressed, this might happen again, they might try and um, leave um, again or put themselves into danger. Um, so under those circumstances, we need to take action to do something about it. And this is where you potentially could be thinking about um, putting in an application to deprive the person of their liberty because they lack capacity and it's the best way to keep them safe. So I think we need to be mindful of all of those, um, almost like they could feel like grey areas really, Mm. and how quickly you can go from something which is allowable in terms of a restriction to something which is legal Mm -hmm. in terms of a deprivation if the right process hasn't been followed. So to my ending note really, Laura, is I think is, is that the the best thing to do is to encourage people to talk about these things, to seek advice and try and raise people's awareness in terms of human rights. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I think about safeguarding, when I think about mental capacity, um, I think I think about dolls, they are all part of the, the building blocks mm-hmm. in, in, in terms of um, yeah, safeguarding, keeping, keeping people safe, but also empowering them at the same time. Okay, thank you very much, Lisa. Thank you for listening. If you want to know more about our work, check out our website, ancrafttrust.org, and follow us on Twitter and Facebook, at Ancraft Trust.